This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Neds. Josh, you won't believe which Victorian club is circling for Eagles youngster Harley Reid. Is it Essendon? Well, you got to click on it. What do you mean? It's clickbait. Is it Essendon or not? You have to click on it. It's Essendon. Georgia just texted me it. Well, God. Which Victorian club's jersey would Reid look best in? Um, okay, I know this. Um, Carlton, it's a pretty bold strip. Maybe... Maybe nah, Geelong, nah. he's like, he's kind of from that nah, area. Uh, 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 nah. Hang on. No. Just the, click it. You get way less drivel than this on the Neds app with The Wrap. Stay up to date with the latest videos, articles, including insights, tips, and analysis, plus Ned's unique take on everything about your favorite sports and racing codes. But it's not just AFL. There's NBA, UFC, horsey racing, and NRL news, plus much more. Download the Neds app now and look for The Wrap tab for the latest content taken to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I'm disgraced sports journalist Josh Gallup and welcome to the Kick It Forward podcast, the only sports newsroom with the guts to tell it how it is. Remember, yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us and we'll share it. Remember to review the podcast. Yeah. It's an important part, it helps us grow. Sorry I'm begging. Uh, we had a couple this week that were pretty good. This one was from Mark Lacroix at the bar. This is on Apple Podcasts. He says, the Kick It Forward podcast, five stars. It's like the Tui's extra dry of podcasts. Uh, I don't, is that a compliment? I don't know. He did say five stars. So it must be good for oh, him. Okay, good, good, good. It good, could good. be a sixteen-year-old boy. It's beer subjective, as we all know. As is uh, music and love yeah, still and a beer. comedy. Oh, we're getting deep. We're getting deep earlier. Deep pod, deep pod. Oh my god! First of all, I'm just so pumped for the live show. I know. Oh, I know. Coming. oh my god! It's gonna be so good. Getting on the plane, reclining my seat. Don't recline. Reclining, heading over to Melbourne. What is the appropriate? Um, dress code for the pod because someone actually emailed in and said hey what do we wear and I was like well preferably clothes of some kind uh, Harry okay you've got a bone to pick well no 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 my policy on, on you know dress codes and most things as you know from at least being a part of this podcast is do whatever you want to do mm. just just feel free to do whatever wow, you want wow way to weigh in I, I, yeah. probably could have guessed that one for you <laughs> yeah what, are think, you gonna, what do you want to encourage I think it should be black tie but with a sports jersey Okay, great. I was thinking wear whatever you want to wear when you finish the show, you know? Maybe yeah. going on to something else. Or maybe you were doing something before. Feel free to wear that as well. Yeah, right. Okay, so you're, again, really weighing in hard. Uh, as I always as do. Well, I've actually lost my only pair of jeans. I can't find them anyway. I don't know if you guys have seen them. So, guys, guys, I, the weekend, right? I um I thought I'd mix it up, you know. Silly season's coming up, so you can't, you know, you've got to just ease into it. You can't yeah, be, yeah. you can't be partying every weekend. Mm. So what I thought I'd do on Saturday night is um party. Shake that. <laughs> yeah. I it thought you were going to have a weekend off. It don't stop. It don't stop <laughs> here. Hey, how can I not party for my good housemate Jakey Day's 30th birthday? It's great. Which we hosted here at the house, which yep. is also doubles as a podcast studio. <laughs> so weird. Is it still a reek of alcohol to you guys? Uh, Georgia did make a comment. Yeah, it's, mm. it smells like alcohol on floors, but it's weirdly comforting. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. The floors are very, very smell. sticky still. It's like I a big, warm, smelly hug. Yeah, she like, probably. Yeah, that's. Uh, we all love one of those. Don't like your we? uncle mm. at Christmas. Uh, guys, the silent disco sticky. was cranking. I tell you what, put it on red, put it on red. Ah, blue, blue, blue. Again, music, subjective. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. Um, there were a few gate crashes. 
Okay. But, but whoa, 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 stop the music. Yeah. Whoa. But but that's all right. Okay. Everyone, everyone was welcome. Um, Jake did tell me he walked past a guy at uh, one stage that we, we both knew from the footy club and he said to Jake, what are you doing here? And Jake goes, well, this is my 30th. I live here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, what do you do? You go, oh, have a great night. Have a great night. Can I just do a quick shout out to Maximus as well? Oh, you know, they, they, they're a great support sponsor of your life. The morning after drink, I call it. Can you call it that? Shout out to Maximus. Yeah. Shout out to Maximus. And um, the Taliban. What percentage of... <laughs> that's nearly shout out to them. What percentage of Maximus consumers are, say, athletes versus hungover pieces of shit? Well, we've, uh, we've got a lot of athlete chat this episode on the pod coming up. Um, so I would say 99% of everyone that has a Maximus are hungover or they're having it with a double whopper with cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think the 1% are people that have severe dehydration after doing something and they just want the one litre cheaper option in the server. Yeah, I've never seen a, an athlete drink Maximus. I was having a little look at the Maximus Facebook page. They're quite active and have some good social media content. Now, what do you, what does a brand do when they want to um, advertise their product? They might have a show a photo or a video of how it might be consumed. Yeah, of course. Okay, so you look at your other players in the um, sports drink world, Gatorade, Powerade, sure, lots of athletes. Lots of ambassadors. Mm. Maximus have like this hungover guy to barbecue, like just nailing. <laughs> they don't beat around the bush. They know their clientele. They've just lent straight into it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well done, Maximus. Uh, but you know what though? There was one casualty at the party. It all went pretty smoothly. Except for one casualty. It was an incident in the kitchen, Josh, I believe you witnessed. Yeah, okay. So Ducky co-hosted the podcast one time while Georgia was in Europe. Mm, uh, Purple Ducky. Rain. And we were there having a drink and he had a red wine in a, in a glass. And there's a silent disco going to the next to us. And we're just chatting there for a bit. And completely unprompted, uh, a glass of red wine and a glass has slipped out of his hand without any bump. It's just slowly, slowly moved more and more. And then fallen to the ground and smashed red wine on the tiles. And it's dark. And he just goes, shakes my hand. and goes, well, I'll be off and left. You got to know when to call it, don't you? Uh, what do you mean? He goes, no, 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 I'm out. And then I was like, are you not going to clean it up? And he shoved it with his foot like a soccer pass oh, no. to the corner. I smushed it into smushed the Smushed it and then left. And then me and a couple of people helped clean it up when he left. He sprinted out of there. Well, it was still there the day after. So, I mean, you, you didn't have to clean it at all, but I don't I don't know if you did clean it. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's still there. <laughs> Oh <laughs> no, it's not. Still, for fuck's sake. It's still oh. I heard rumors that you know we we're all going to chip in for a cleaner or something, give it a real deep, deep clean the joint. But um, yeah, I haven't seen any yet. So. You haven't seen anything. Okay, cool. Oh, good boys, just got out of my um my Ferrari. Just been saving money with all these scheme tips. Oh my god, what mm, schemes? It's not breaking the law, but sometimes it toes the line. Oh, my new favourite segment, Stingy Fuck Corner. Just no, no, guy that no, steals no, no. corner. Rips no, off his mates. No. Ops no. out of rounds and does whatever you he wants. Have your own. This is my segment. <laughs> lots of ski mails this week. Ah. Oh, a new one. Okay. Lots of them. Lots of them. Um, Louis Wright says If you're online shopping and want a pair of shoes for $100, but you get free shipping at $150. 
and only if they have free returns. Just buy the same thing twice. Return, return the second pair. Save yourself ten bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 oh, yeah. I'm into that one. That's just smart economics. Yeah, I like that because the buddy. You know what they do these days? The margins are so big they yeah. can afford to take in the, the shipping costs. Do you know what else I do? You know what else I reckon the websites do. What do you so, reckon the websites do, Georgia? So they like you know free shipping over hundred dollars. They purposefully make shit ninety nine point nine nine dollars. Yeah. You're getting sucked in there. This is like when mum says, you have to buy it. There's a sale on. I know. It's it's already hot. Sales are (laughs) Ben Durnford writes in. Okay. About seven years ago, a mattress Mm. brand, Koala, offered a system where if you didn't like the mattress, you could return it within 90 days. I had most of my furniture in storage leading up to an interstate move after a breakup. A few friends decided to come visit to celebrate the breakup. We purchased four mattresses. Had them delivered to the house. All the boys had comfy beds for the week. Once the boys flew home, we rang the company, said we weren't sleeping well. They refunded all the money and they picked the used mattresses up from the front door. No questions asked. Hustling. Wow, that was a big one. Whoa. So they're not sleeping well because they're not sleeping on the koala mattresses. No, they are. Yeah, no, they are sleeping on the koala mattresses. And then they return them. So they got them delivered because they have a return policy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, then yeah. they send them but, back after they leave on but, the trip. But how many times did they sleep on them? Uh, well, for, for two the weeks. Whole, for the whole two weeks they were there. Oh, yeah, but no, when they then when they get off the koala mattresses, yes, yeah, they're correct. definitely not sleeping well. No, you're right. R- well, maybe, unless they got a koala at home. Well, they might. Because you know, boys, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you have a sleepover, you want to kiss your homies goodnight. You want to give them a kiss on the forehead. Mm. But you also want to make sure they're comfortable. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining a... A recently single bachelor like that, you know, there probably is not much on the walls, probably not much furniture, and they've got a lot of wide open space to chuck four king size mattresses. Oh my yeah, god, that's like could be a, that could be a WWE zone too. Oh, oh. You put them together, balloon yeah. volleyball, WWE zone. Yeah, and, <laughs> and also uh, Koala now offer 120 day returns instead of 90, so you can actually sleep on it for four months and then say, "Not for me." So wait, I can get three credit cards, and if I have a lease for one year. <laughs> Yeah, you could actually. I could potentially have a koala mattress free of charge and a $1,000 koala mattress who we have an ad coming up with. We love koala. Want to celebrate? Need a speaker for the party? I know how to get one. Keep hustling, keep scheming, keep hustling. Yeah, except don't steal tyres. Don't steal (laughs) tyres. No. no. Or potentially speaker systems as well. Remember on Friday, like three days ago, we went to the Wildcats? We did, yeah. Oh my God. Why do I remember How much that? partying we Why do in do the weekend? I remember that. Well, it's funny, actually, because everyone just sees our lifestyle and they think we live this like high roller, high, like, you know, champagne, Abu Dhabi. I'm trying to think of rich things. I do with my schemes. Gold. Yeah. Gold. Rolls Royces. And we just got chicks hanging off us going, hey, please hang out. We're like, no, no, lads only. <laughs> no, all right, you can. You can, Katie. Yeah. Can Hi, how you going? Hey, how you going? Yeah. Um, oh, and then sorry, they leave. I've run out of words to say. bad. <laughs> Anyway, on Friday, um, we got a, a couple months ago, we got a message from the NBL and they were saying, hey, Josh, we've got a new influencer program uh, and you guys are big influencers. Oh, Would yeah. you like to come to the Wildcats? Cool. The Wildcats. And there aren't too many people in Perth that are like, oh, both massive N- NBL nuffies like myself and also have a following over 10,000. It's rare. Yeah. Mm. I'm an Atmos nuffy. So. You're an Atmos nuffy. Yeah. So I decided, all right, I'm going to hit him up and say, yeah, we want it. We do, Yeah, we do. Four tickets, no worries. And originally Meg was going, she didn't end up coming. So Jimmy Mack came. And we wrote back, you know what? We should do do something fun. If it's the, the seats I've been seeing on the other games, 
then they're going to be right on the sideline. So we should dress up. Well, what's what would be funny dressing up? And Giorgio suggested we dress up as kitty cats. Mm. But not just black wild cats, domestic cats. Yeah. We wanted domestic cats. And then I was thinking, why don't we go even funnier and be like Andy from the US office when he dresses up as like a cat from <laughs> the musical Cats. <laughs> a cat. We were looking for a kitten. So we're going to go as kittens, but then Harry had a bit of a panic attack, didn't you? Uh, I don't believe I had a panic attack. You were like crying. I think you, you said- were, You were wetting your you pants. You said, Josh, you said, Josh, is there a dress code? No, no, you asked if there was a dress code. Oh no, we were both discussing this. Hang on, are you, are you making this my idea that we asked do if we there have was to a do dress code? You, no, yeah, so it's fine if you did, but you asked. No, do we hang have on, to hang on. do this meow? We looked at the, <laughs> we looked at the invite and- um, <laughs> We looked at the invite. Why are you it crying said, again? Um, it's smart casual. So, well, one little fun JJ we had was maybe it was smart casual. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we ended up asking them, and this is the response we got. Hey, thanks. Sorry, man. Our preference is just to wear normal clothing and not dressing up at the stadium, but we will still feel, feature you all on the broadcast, like exclamation mark. Well, that opened an opportunity, Harry. Mm -hmm. They didn't say anything about face paint. Shake that. <laughs> <laughs> So we rock up at the MBL and we pick up our tickets and we walk in and we've painted our faces like kitty cats and we sit there and we end up getting on the broadcast. It was actually a lot of fun. A lot of people were engaging with us and even the broadcast got right around us. They thought we were pretty cool cats. I've spotted three blokes sitting courtside all with their faces painted as cats. They look like grown men. That's, uh, that's passionate, I'd say. That's Halloween night there, isn't it? Yes. Maybe, maybe that's the reason. Spooky season. Spooky season. Or just passionate fans. They keep referring like to, to other people it? dressing up, but no one else was. They were wild cats, though. They were just sort of... Tame domestic they look, cats, They were looked there. pretty mm. domestic. They looked like sort of up on the couch, in front of the fire-type cats. As we have a look at the boys. Oh, yeah. Here they are. They are domesticated cats. Kiss knockoffs. Bit, bit of Halloween action. What other animals have we got in the crowd? None. There were no other animals in the crowd. They were just four cats. Lose, other people losers then. <laughs> Can't have been in front of the fire. How cold the wildcats are playing. They were cold. There was a lot, lot of um, bit of tension actually. A lot of people were angry at the wildcats because they're two and five to start. They're booing and we're just like licking the back of our paws. <laughs> yeah, I sat next to a nice guy um, who was some sort of official. I don't know. He had some machine with heaps of beat buttons on it. Yeah, he was watching the replay machine. Yeah, he didn't have one or not. I don't know what his replays no, are for. It faces the, the referee on the court. He legitimately said, I do nothing. Yeah, he said that to me, Giorgio. <laughs> I don't tell anyone, what? <laughs> but I don't do anything. Actually, when the ref would come up to make his announcement in the microphone, he was pretty much looking at me. So I'm just going, yeah, I concur with that one too. Yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> I definitely agree. I said it better myself. But yeah, the game was pretty tense. But at one point, Damien Martin, the six-time uh, Defensive Player of the Year for the NBL, if you don't know, his actual trophy's named after him. He's a Wildcats great, but he, he was doing the sideline. He came over and started having a chat. And then we were asking him, oh, can we get in the broadcast? And he, he asked the studio. And luckily, Perth doesn't have any famous people. So um, they didn't. normally they'd go to the crowd with like an actor or like a, a famous sports person on the other broadcast. But the only option they had were four grown men dressed in cat faces. Excuse me, they had Mr. Josh Scarlett. <laughs> Not great. They had Mr. Josh Scarlett. But uh, we had the, the whole shtick we had was that he was going to come to us. I was going to give really in-depth analysis of what Bryce Cotton's situation was. Going to say, look, he can't get open right now. Under Gleason, and he had so much more opportunity. They ran the flex offense. He would come off most screens. They would find him open and he wouldn't have to run point because they actually had a proper point guard, which lo and behold, Norton's on the other team tonight. 
I mean, meow. <laughs> and then he was going to go to Giorgio. I was going to go, do you have any milk? And we were so upset because they didn't call a timeout in the third quarter. So uh, they didn't get us back. It would have been sick though, but. There um, were enough timeouts sick. in the last quarter, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, there oh. were. So there were two things I wanted to bring up. You're kidding me. <laughs> Number one. When you're dressed up in front of 14,000 people, and of course everyone's there to see us, you know what helps? A little bit of alcohol. A little bit of a drink. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You know what? Just in general, Friday night's a little bit of alcohol. Bit of alcohol. <laughs> we were stone cold sober the whole time and we couldn't get a drink because no one knew whether who we were with because we're sitting at the fucking scorer's table effectively, which was really fun. <laughs> yeah. That we would ask people for a drink and they'd run away. And normally, like when we did the GWS Giants thing, I'm just getting drunker and drunker. You get sillier and sillier. Mm-hmm. But this one, we're just like more yeah. and more stiff as yeah. it went on. And then the Wildcats were losing. And <laughs> we got some cold food from someone else's box. That was nice. Yeah, Gilbert I went to uni with, uh, she came over and said, you guys look like really sick cats here. Here's some food. <laughs> but guys, that wasn't the most upsetting thing. After the game, I posted something on Twitter. You know, I like Twitter, Harry. Now, what? You go on Twitter? Sometimes. I um, retired, but anyway. Yeah, you've retired from it's after a bad shit. <laughs> Someone commented on our little comment, me going, bad night at the Cattery onto the next one. So I thought I'd post a serious thing with our broadcast footage of me and Giorgio. This was Rowie. Nice face paint, heads. You fucking suck. What? I'm never doing that again no, now. God. Harry, are you okay? Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. What's the point of continuing on podcasting if people are just going to say stuff like that? And Harry, come back! Up? Put the headphones back on. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, okay? Uh, well, it's a good thing you said that because the guy that actually has reformed and could be perfect is Rowie. So the next morning at 7 a.m., I received another notification on X, formerly known as Twitter. Am I going to have to leave again? Trust me. <laughs> I know you've been wrong by Rowie before, but he's come good. It's Let's a Rowie it. redemption arc we did not see coming. Okay. You know what? I'm going to pull myself up on this post and apologize for unreasonably lashing out for the no reason. I've been weirdly super negative in social media lately, and that ain't me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll try to do better next time. Play on, boys. Rowie! 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 7.34 the next morning, he's had a hangover. Bit upset Wait. about the Wildcats, and he's just come full circle. Is this the first ever recorded apology on social media? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> From a stupid comment. What a legend. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, Rowie. I tried to get him on the pod, but I didn't know how to contact him, so I just gave up. Twitter. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd write that down for next time. Uh, Shorter pod today, guys. Should we move on to the uh, headlines? I'd be honoured to. Nutty Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ritardo. They came bounding over. (laughs) The headlines. I say, Charles, Tottenham playing the most wonderful style of football. It's that Australian fellow, isn't it? And ball. Tack the box, score our goal. Tack the box, score our goal. From Purs to Spurs. Can I just say, if someone were to make that crack the box, score a goal into an actual track, number one bestseller right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they should. Can you do that? Okay. You reckon it'll beat out like Taylor Swift or something? Yeah, yeah. What's she done? Um, you know, you know Taylor Swift has released new music. So, 1989 from 2014, she remade it. So she reclaims her rights. There are four new songs on that. One of them's called "Slut," 
So what? I had to pump up this new album on the weekend on the radio and I had to say in that particular word. The S word. The S word. And it didn't feel good. No. I hope you're all right. Um, okay. Yeah, you like that sting. You always, you always bring it up. Yeah, I just really like it. Uh, top of the table, G. Mate, international break is over. Ange Ball is back. Two points clear, ahead of Man City now. Um, but, you know, I kind of feel sorry for him. Like, it must be boring just winning every single game. This is the leaked audio of um of Ange before the game. We're going to win so much, you may even get tired of winning. And you'll say, please, please, it's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. Yeah, it's too that much. sounds like him. And I'll say, no, it isn't. We have to keep winning. We have to win more. We're going to win more. You bloody malacca. Oh, my God. Let's see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, you scoundrel. Yeah. Come on, you crazy guy. Um, so um, Giorgio. Yes, um, no. Do you mind if I just ask a quick question? Sorry, Josh. Do you mind if I just ask a quick question over here? Proceed. Thanks, mate. Um, have they versed anyone good yet? Yeah. Yeah. They beat Liverpool. Liverpool? Con- controversially. They beat Arsenal yeah. too. Oh, they drew with okay. Arsenal, I think. Oh, sorry. they unbeaten, though. Okay. Have they, they beat Man City too, right? Have they not played them? No, yet? I don't think they've played Man City. Man so City's probably the big one coming up. Wow. So the only real opponent is themselves. Um, <laughs> they, they're playing Chelsea next, though. But, you know, it's it's still hard to grind out away wins, especially in the Premier League. Grind, grind, grind. That's what Ange grind. does. Good guy, Hyun Min Song, took a bottle of water from the opposing team's medical staff, offered the referee a sip. Can he do anything wrong, oh, Sonny no. boy? No. Nah. I've told you about the guys at the time I offered the referee a sip. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't, yeah, we don't, I don't do it. I don't do that ever again. Quite turned on you pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, gave a fifty away against the um, the opposition. That's <laughs> I was just waterboy. Fucking bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> um, but the Spurs fans up and about. Have a listen to them after the game. Have a listen to them after the game. They've Love had, to hear it. They've had a bad run for a while, so good on them for getting around it. We um we did a full investigation into that song, like where why is so attached to football in full credit. Uh, also, a big round of just Australian round ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so round, ball. round ball's taking over. Uh, taking yeah, over right I'm now. Thinking of another game, Matildas. They're in town. Oh, I actually met a couple of them today. Did you? Yeah, I helped out. Uh, Katie Lamb, our mate, she had, did a little video with them. She asked me to film it. Oh wow! And I uh, met uh, who did I met? Kennedy and Mackenzie, the goalkeeper. Oh yeah, Arnold. Yeah, she was. We cool. went. Uh, we went to the game yesterday, Gabby and I. What you think? It was. It was really fun. Um, packed out stadium. It's really funny because Gabby was there, and it was like she's just started watching the Matildas, and it was like watching someone go to the first sporting event they're interested in ever. Yeah, she's like, they're there. They're right there in front of us. So many people jumped on. They there's seven and a half million people watch for the World Cup, and then you have this event in Perth where they sell out sixty thousand people, and the event is eight nil. And for a casual football fan, what a perfect second introduction to this yeah. team that you go oh, to the, yeah. one, the one live game is also Domination. eight goals. Yeah. Hat, Sam Kerr hat trick. For the non-football fan, that's good. I know. It was scary if it was a nil-all and, you know, people there on Sunday hung over it up to stadium enjoying a nil-all game. Oh, that'd be oh, just no. the worst. <laughs> just on that, I saw a, um, in today's climate, you know, there's a lot of people asking for boots, jerseys, mm. a lot of signs. Mm. I saw one kid leaving the stadium with an A4 size piece of cardboard with tiny handwriting. It's like, Sam Kirk, can I have your shirt? Not today, not with that sign. With the signs out there, there was someone that was like, it's my 21st birthday, can I have your shirt? We should have done that at the Brownlow and just been like... Can I have your <laughs> socks? 
can I have your shoes or like your Maserati? I need them. I'm I need gonna them. need them to know. And they're like, hey, so mate, who you play for? Oh, I'm I'm 34. I don't play anymore. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> have a good night. Thanks for the shoes. They don't fit. Also, can I have your PS5? Can I have your PS5? That'd be sick. Uh, do you, you can keep a controller. Uh, but for the A-League too, it was also a big weekend. There were a couple of weird standouts. There was a 16-year-old that debuted for the Brisbane Raw. Um, what were you doing at 16? I think I was climbing a tree at the local park. Yeah, yeah. So this guy just debuted in the top yeah. tier in the whole country. Yeah, but he didn't climb a tree. What's better? That's a good point. Hey, I'd actually remember, activities are subjective. Um, Adelaide <laughs> beat uh, Melbourne City, who are one of the richer teams, by I think 6-0 was the final scoreline. And they had... Five to seven teenagers playing. So Nestori Irikunda is one of the top prospects internationally. We're probably our best young prospect. They had a bunch of young prospects. And he had an absolute amazing goal. Like if you check it, look it up, it's actually worth checking out. Nestori Irikunda! Doesn't he just have like the most insane highlight reel? He's had a couple of weird injuries. He's had this really weird injury run. And so now he's come back good finally. Like his end of the season and off season was really tough. And now he's come good again. So it's his first sort of big goal since that. Prez up. Yeah, prez up. Bruno Fortaroli had four goals in a game as well. So there's all these like crazy events that happen in the A-League. Yeah. I just can't believe how strong the game is in, is in Australia at the moment. Why when are you quivering? We, when do we um when do we start call, properly calling it football? When are the, when are we going to bloody take it on? When I does it take it over? It yeah, when does it take it over? <laughs> Georgia, you always saying soccer this, soccer that, mate. I don't want to hear it. Nah, football. I, I don't want to hear it anymore, okay? Don't right. try and try and say it. S- soccer. Your mic's off. <laughs> that was my mic. God damn it. <laughs> Sports Spotlight. They knew and they let it happen. Um, are you guys ready to learn a bit? Uh, Always. Yeah. You know I like facts. It better well, be factual though. Uh, well, don't check it out afterwards. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, okay. I'll take your word for it. Okay, guys. So last week we spoke about the 1904 marathon, which was a bit of a chaotic event, to say the least. That was fun learning. <laughs> <laughs> I tricked you. You didn't even know you were oh learning. God, now I run with poison. We got a me- <laughs> they got a message uh, after that from a few people. They said, "Check out Big Dog's Backyard Ultra." So it's an ultra marathon that runs. It's one of the first backyard ultra marathons, which is a format. It occurred last week, and there's actually a guy from Perth. He's one of the best in the world at this specific form of ultramarathons. What do you guys know about ultramarathons in general? Uh, I'm going to give you one of these. Zero. <laughs> Is that a super goal? Zero. Not a lot. I know there are some multiple of a regular marathon. So you know there's a mul- uh, marathon, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want you to pour kerosene on it. Uh, okay. And now, uh, what if there's a flame? Yeah, okay. It's now dangerous. light it on fire. Oh, my God. Fuck. Why did you do that? That is ultra marathon running. I was wearing a um, flame suit. Take it off! Okay, sorry, sorry. If you're gonna sorry. learn, you have to be. You can't be flame so, retarded. Sorry. What did you call? Me? Let me explain. A backyard ultra started with Big Dog's backyard ultra. This is a type of race. So uh, the way it works is it's a winner takes all race. It's to outlast everyone else. They all start at the same time, and it's the last man standing. It's it's absolutely crazy yep. because if there's two guys battling then it can go for ages and ages and ages. Now, this year, Harvey Lewis won. And a bit more on Harvey after this. But I'll explain the format. So the way they work it out is they put it into loops. One loop is 4.16 miles. Now, they work that out by going 100 miles in a day, divide that by 24 hours. Therefore, 4.16 miles per hour is the loop. So you have one hour to finish 4.16 miles. You can do that really, really fast if you want, or you can go all the way to 60 minutes. But if you don't finish it, you're disqualified. So basically you do as many laps as you can 
until you don't finish one lap. Can sure. I just do a quick conversion of 4.16 miles into caramella koalas? No, actual kilometers. Yeah, of course, mate. In fact, I would encourage it. Let me just make some, some light conversation with Harry in between while the time. Mate, you were fucking pissed at my party on the weekend. I was drunk. I was you fucked. So, six, six, shut up. Um, 6.7 kilometers. That's the speed, the pace you need to maintain. So, if you're running like five kilometers with your mate, uh, five and a half minutes a kilometer is like pretty casual. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you'll sweat, but it's a bit of casual if you're not like a natural good runner. This is about nine minutes a kilometer, which it's pretty slow. But this is the t- this is the kicker. You just keep going till you win. So the eventual winner actually ran 450 miles. Oh. <laughs> I'm crying. Are you crying? Oh, yeah, not that, again. At that length. Not again. <laughs> In this particular event, athletes run two routes. There's a trail loop during daylight hours, so that's sort of a bit more cross-country. And then there's a road loop, which switches over to at night because they don't want people to, like, kill themselves. Phil Gore is from Perth, um, and he and six other guys broke the blessed 100-hour mark. So they were running this, you know, this pace for a hundred hours um, at this time. Now, what you might be thinking, what are you thinking, George? You're like, mm, when do you sleep? If you're going for a hundred hours, that's four and a half days. So yeah, four I, days. I need to squeeze in at least 24 hours sleep there. Giorgio's thinking something else. Oh, piss. Yeah, when does he do that? Well, oh. they, they often just piss themselves, I think. they In all these things, they actually, a fun fact, they always piss themselves. Yeah, well, that's themselves. normal, so why? That's why? right. Oh, okay, course, okay course, cool. Course. You, I, there's a job for you, actually. You could reuse all the piss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Three times, not toxic. So how do you sleep if you've been running for 24 hours every hour starting a new one? You try and finish your lap in 50 minutes. That way you have 10 minutes sleep potentially or then you start the second one oh, 10 you, minutes later oh, and you so potentially you have ban- like 20 you minutes. Bank so you, you bank 10 minutes and then you have a You bank snooze. 10 minutes or something like that and then you have a, sm- a snooze and in that time you eat some food. Guys talk about how they, when they're prepping for it, they'll sort of let the sleeping feeling come on and start walking and turn their light off with about six minutes to go as they're walking there. And then that way, oh. then they actually hit the bed, they fall asleep for nine minutes and then get up and do it again. I would, I'd sprint it. I'd sprint it in 10 minutes. So I'd do the four miles in 10 minutes. Then I'd sleep for 50 minutes and then sprint it in 10 minutes and just keep doing that till I win. The wake up after a nine minute sleep. <laughs> it's like you've been on a huge night out, get home at 5am and your alarm goes off for work at 5.30. Just perpetually. Oh. So Phil Gould, the guy from Perth, actually had the world record for this of 102 uh, lengths, uh, which was set in June 2023 at the Dead Cow Gully Backyard Ultra. Now, it's a very new and very extreme sport, so they're always breaking records and shit all the time. So yeah. so the guy that ended up winning was Harvey Lewis. So he had 108 loops. That's the same distance of going from, from San Francisco to LA if you were to drive it. you know. Uh, also, if you were to walk, it's the same distance. Harry? Thank you. He's 47 years old. He's also a vegan. There's only one winner. If you run the race and don't win, you don't get like, oh, I ran the race like a marathon, yeah, like the city to surf. Yeah. You just didn't finish DNF. But you are given an assist because... <laughs> DNF after 100 hours. <laughs> yeah, 100 yeah. hours. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah, you, you can go home did now. Did you try? But you have to remember that he can't get to 108 unless someone goes to 107 because the race stops as soon as they finish. So he needs someone to give him an assist to get to 107. But the fucking loser didn't get 108, so he loses. Oh, my God. Oh, so he can't keep running with no one else running. No, no, no. Well, I suppose he could do the 108th, but if that person um, doesn't make to the end, it stops at 108. He doesn't do 109. That's the rule for the backyard. Who thought uh, of this? Satan? It sounds like absolute torture. So I was looking up the guys and like, 
checking out all their sort of the guys competing. Have you ever noticed that the fittest people actually look the most unhealthy? Like if you were to take the X axis for fitness and the Y axis for how healthy someone looks mm. and you know, at zero, people look unhealthy because they're unfit and you know, they might be a bit overweight or something less subjective. Yeah. You know, you might like that and so on, but generally they look unhealthy. But if you increase fitness, then they look a bit more healthy. You know, going to the gym, Harry, you went to the gym once in Melbourne. Crunch. That's right. Oh my fitness. guys. Tell you what, Harry's an that, ambassador now. And then you had 19 croissants with me and then the crunch was <laughs> deleted and a couple of bears as well. But then you get to ultramarathon cyclists and marathon runners and all of a sudden they look emaciated and as if they just need a sandwich and need a lie down and they're like, not hot anymore. Really gaunt and wrinkly. It's like you've worked <laughs> so hard to get so fit to lose all your hotness. Uh, but imagine how hot their mental health is. Well, these guys sound like they've been tortured for four days. Yeah, run, run, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> running 450 sure. miles. I'm not feeling very good yeah, about well, myself. Run, really. Running's a great way to clear your head. I reckon they've cleared their head and then a lot of just demons enter. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Think of the demons there. It's like, you're the piece of oh, shit. Oh, suck, suck, Josh. Just stop. Just stop. You fucking suck. But I suppose like you've got enough to worry about when you have to run for four and a half days. I couldn't get over the sleeping thing. Like it really kind of scared me because like a couple of the worst days of my life are going without sleep for 24, 48 oh, hours. Mate, yeah, mate, awful. Mate. I don't want to, don't get me started on sleep. Do you reckon they run with headphones <laughs> or do they just raw dog the whole run? That's a good question because there's always those psychos that don't run with headphones. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think headphones and exist that have enough battery power to last for that long. No, nah, you can find them. <laughs> yeah, there are some, yeah, yeah. You'd have two oh, pairs. Send me a link. <laughs> you'd have two pairs and you'd swap them. Josh, I've been loving all these like little investigations you're doing. I was just wondering if you could maybe pick a hard sport next time. <laughs> <laughs> Super goal! Yes! Come on! Good one. <sighs> Rugby World Cup. Tell you what, it was red card. It was red card madness in the World Cup final thriller, guys. God, the spring box. The spring box getting it done. 12, your 11, your box. Narrow, my box. Another narrow victory. Gee, they had a few narrow victories leading up to the final, didn't they? God, they were narrow. They were, mate, as, how, does it get much more narrow than one point? Uh, no. uh, zero? Zero. That's uh, on a victory, though. And then overtime and then one point? I suppose then no. One would be the... Mm, as no, far as final scores go. Anyway, um, how about All Black skipper Sam Kane giving a red card in the first half? The first red card in a World Cup final. So what happens then? Are they, are they down a player all game? Well, yeah, it was a yellow, and then they reviewed it. Bloody technology. I know. God. And then they said, nah, hang on. That's that's red-worthy. Get that, out! Is that how they did it in the box? Yeah. Yeah, they go, hang on, wait. We need to watch that back. <laughs> hang on, wait. Did that referee's bloody yellow card for that? That should be a bit more red. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, we're not experts when it comes to sport, right? Uh, speak for yourself. Oh, well, we're probably closer to Nuffies, right? Once again, my friend, speak for yourself. We can't just keep saying speak for yourself. What What are you then? What? Where do you sit? Speak for yourself. <laughs> are you broken? <laughs> all right, I'm a casual observer. Okay, cool. Is that all right? Yeah, it's all right, I guess. But um, What are you then? What are you? Expert. Oh. <laughs> But if I do want to take a pun and don't know what to include, I can look at the Neds app, popular same game multis, which lets you copy trending bets. Available on all AFL games every round, Josh. Ned's popular same game multis are created by the punters or nuffies and shared for other punters. And plus, you can add or remove legs easily to any popular same game multi. Head to the Neds app and take it to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
I told Harry to research um, <laughs> to give me something to start off and that's perfect. Pretty yeah, I good. thought I filled like a good minute there. Josh, what did you have from the game or the <laughs> rugby world in general? Well, I don't really care about the World Cup so much. It's like the Eddie Jones saga continues. So um, it's a classic will he, won't he? It's like friends. Ooh. Oh, sorry, Rip. Uh, oh, right. but it's a classic friends will they won't they but it's Eddie Jones will he won't he leave and dog the entire country <laughs> wait is this force gossip oh a little bit you won't believe what happened Jay You're won't I I'll leave then <laughs> no I'll come back well, can you guys stop leaving the pod <laughs> dramatically <happened>? yeah <laughs> so Eddie Jones lost his shit in a press conference prior to the World Cup because he dropped a lot of players particularly Michael Hooper who's the former captain he dropped him saying you know we're going young we're going to push a new World Cup shame on all of you lost his shit swore at everyone so it was the worst press concert press conference ever uh then into the world cup there was a fair bit of pressure they lost to fiji and all of a sudden they're on the outside looking in they're not going to make the quarterfinals and it'll be the first time australia haven't made the quarterfinals ever so it'll be their worst result ever so then it comes out during there to make matters worse that he also took an interview with japan despite signing a five-year deal with wallabies to guide them into not this world cup but the world cup after a new era he denies it completely he says no i didn't that's a lot of shit then he doubles down on it. So after the World Cup ends, a, a report from Japan says, oh, actually, no, he did have an interview. We corroborated it. Uh, he denies it wow. again. I'm here to go on and on and on. And then this week it's come out that he's going to have a second interview and he's set to leave the Wallabies. <laughs> Is that such a bad thing for us? Like, like, do we really want him for five years after that? I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it still leaves the game in a fucking shit position. Mm. Because you always need these pillars at your club. It's it's like in any team, you need like the president, the CEO, and the coach to be all solid. Two things. First of all, why Japan leaking the the, the truth, the alleged truth, when it's their you know potential future coach? Well, I don't I don't why quite get that they, either. I don't yeah. I, I didn't quite get the incentive either, uh, Harry. Good but question. Um, <laughs> good sports question. Um, okay, second thing. Eddie Jones, oh, I forgot it because you just were talking so much. No, actually, no. Eddie Jones. Yeah, go on. His official statement after, you know, when he's when he resigns. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it a go. That was his yeah, official statement. Was pretty much like, it. I tried my hardest. Yeah, I gave it a crack. Yeah, I just gave it a run. I gave it a run. Yeah, they, that was pretty shit much it. gonna, gonna hit a six. I'm gonna suck some dicks. Gonna bow with my mates. My God! I need, I need, I need, I need to book in a studio session to do an hour. Yeah, you do a full length of that, and I'll do a full length Ange Ball. Ange Ball rap into DJ. We'll we'll just top the charts with those two. I just, I like, I know people probably think I'm joking, but I just think like there's something in it. Okay, idea. <laughs> Christmas album. Christmas album. Christmas album. Kick it but forward, it, Christmas album. But it's all just cricket songs, and we don't know anything about <laughs> cricket, and we're just you know, winging it. For sure, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, first up, congratulations, England guys, on a massive World we Cup win. Oh, them and a round of applause. Yes. They actually win, or just morally? Oh, wait, I'll just double check. Yeah, sorry, they're bottom of the ladder and they're not going to make it and they miss out in the Continental Cup in two years too because they don't qualify. Oh, but what about morally? Well, morally, they're actually the world champions. They actually won, oh, they won the Another round of applause for the well. moral champions well, of the World Cup. Well done. So they hilariously have been you know, upset multiple times over this, uh, particularly about Af- against Afghanistan, but they played India like two days ago and India just absolutely like wiped the floor with them. It was such a bad game for them, but it was like... And Sri Lanka? It's a bit like porn. For me, it was like porn. And oh, Sri Lanka as well, back them, yeah, yeah. What, were they like fingering them or something? Well, 
Metaphorically, yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm stumped. Clear your search history, mate. That's <laughs> disgusting, okay? Another thing from the World Cup. So Adam Zampa, we spoke about it last week. and The the Australian came out with an article saying this bloody bastard didn't even sing. He didn't sing the national anthem. He's not Australian. And all these players should be docked their pay and are pieces of shit. I'm shaking Australian. my head. Shaking my head. Horrendous. Coming off the referendum, they were really trying to stoke the fire of like patriotism and shit like that afterwards and just targeted Adam Zampa. He did a 40-minute interview with the great cricketer and it was a really funny interview and he cleared it up. He had he actually just had back pain. It was on code and he couldn't remember the entire thing. Find, honestly, just back to the source of this story. It's out of thin air. Find one, for example, no, any, any sport, grand final for the last 50 years where every player was singing the national anthem. It's scum. It's scum journalism. It, it was fucking horrendous. And then the second time it, they go, well, what about the second time? He goes, well, I'm just a bit stubborn. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but I don't have much recollection of the first 15 overs of the game, let alone oh. um, the national anthem. So, yeah, it was surprising to see that article come out. I didn't even know that I didn't sing the anthem. Um but yeah, I guess people ask me why I didn't sing it the second time and I basically just said, because I'm extremely stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Man, it's just like, I'm not going to let this I'm not guys. doing it now. It is a really good interview. So make sure if you want a sort of an insight to how that team's going, because they were on, you know, they had their uh, back against the wall. Now they're, they're almost guaranteed to make the top four and play finals and who knows how it will roll that. At this stage, they're playing India in the crossover. But, you know, you know, they're pretty high in confidence. They might win. Do we get a uh, break from World Cups next year? Oh, no, the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, because also by the time all these World Cups finish, the first one we watched, it's time for that to start again. Oh, my again. God. Can we – what if we just um, – what if we just veto the Olympics? Mm. Well, speaking of the Olympics, I've actually got some stuff, but we'll get to that in a second. Mm. Um, I just had one. There's, I think, I think I found like Piers Morgan's son on Instagram. <laughs> well, he's such a flog. Anyway, this came out uh, when Australia weren't doing too well. Can you imagine being Australian right now? You're crap at rugby. You've just been knocked out of the World Cup group stages for the first time in your history. He's just got the biggest shit-eating grin. always been a bit dodgy, bar Tim Kale, Vaduka, Harry Kuehl and Aaron Moy. And now your cricket team is in the mud. You're staring down the barrel of two losses in a row. You're being pumped by South Africa and you're a bunch of cheats. Calm as a... I'll, I'll uh, cut off the language. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, Actually, I don't want my... you know what? I'm leaving the pod. Don't leave! <laughs> stop, everyone stop leaving. Giorgio, don't. You're not leaving too. <laughs> oh, no, I'll stay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just me and you, bro. <laughs> Bad for my mental health. All right. Um, Harry, come back. Giorgio, what are you even up to? Nice back, Craig. Aiden Lighttowers is his name. Um, complete loser, and it's just so funny. And I just want to, like, I just wanted to, like, I'm not a violent man. I'm also not a good fighter, but I'd probably be like in his face, just like, you know, and then I'd be probably get a beer with him. What was <laughs> that? Like, you know, what was that L word you said before? Elbow. No, like lose. Loser. I'm out. Dad, <laughs> Harry, come back. That's gross. No, don't go. It's just us again. Oh, for fuck's sake. What are you doing tonight? Nothing. I'm no, busy. I'm back. I'm back. I told you I'm busy. Want to play Halo? Oh, just on that, cricket's been accepted into the World Cup a couple, oh no, into the Olympics a couple weeks ago or months ago or something. Uh, only six teams will be in the Olympics though. Oh, do they six have to, teams? Like, uh, have to qualify? Um, what, so the host automatically qualifies. So the Team USA, you know, they'll be, they'll be gunning to get in their team. Out. And then five teams. 
Which ones? Which what, ones? How do we? What, what, oh, they, they have like some sort of qualification, but they the way they decided is they uh they had like they had a bit of a round table in in, in, in India, and they were like, hey, use um use like money, and they're like, yep, all right, cool, six teams will do. Do we know much about the format yet for cricket? Uh, I think it would probably be T Twenty, otherwise it won't fit in the two weeks. Imagine if England didn't qualify. That'd be very, very funny. World. How do they choose like what sports go in and out? Because there used to be some sports that aren't in there now. There are, like, Georgia, like, thank you so much. There are a lot of defunct sports. You know, of course, there are um, tug of war. Yeah. Was in, it was in for about 20 years. Mm, do you know t- who, um, I believe the first official team from England in the tug of war was a group of police officers. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Well, now we learn. We just keep learning. Learn, learn, learn. But there's been a controversy with that because... Although cricket got brought in, flag football got, got brought in. I heard someone from like NFL Australia or Flag Football Australia speak about this on SEN. And he was basically talking about how many participants they have. They have like nonstop. I've never seen anyone play flag football in Australia fucking ever. To be clear, is that just football, but instead of the ball, they kick a flag? No, it's touch rugby. <laughs> but it's like touch rugby, but for American uh, yeah, we uh, flag Sorry, did you say here. it's like American football or rugby? American football. Oh, okay, okay. Flag fo- it's flag football, mm. so that's also in there. And then they're talking about how they want to grow the Olympics and it's all for the right reasons. But breakdancing has been brought in for Paris and they just found out they've immediately dropped it for all Olympics afterwards because there's not really much money behind it. There's <laughs> a, a bunch of street kids just trying to make good. They didn't give it a chance. So on the on the pile with uh, their cardboard is also with tug of war is breakdancing. Oh my god, big boom boxes coming in. It's Party so rocking cool. in the house tonight. Baggy pants. Oh. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's big house. Bad boys, bad boys. Here we go again. Hang on. What? Where's your bench? You had all those renovations last week and you like 50 yeah. feet in the air. We had to get it elevated as a whole carry-on. There were definitely a few LHNS um, issues and legal proceedings after a death in the courtroom last week. Oh, yeah, George, you, you brought to, them up. Did you have to attend your own big house? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <coughs> it didn't go down too well. Harry's, I had Harry's to demolish big the house. bench. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's, Harry's big house. But check out my new Lazy Boy. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it's comfy, isn't it? I got you guys one too. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. Yeah, relax. Oh, relax. It's nice. I feel like um, it's bad for my back, though. Giorgio, just accept the lazy boy and we'll move on. Can I recline this chair or will Josh get angry? In fact, I'm going to put my lazy boy just in front of Josh's and then recline. Mate, recline to 270 degrees in Harry's big house. <laughs> Fuck give- off! Put it back! I didn't give it. Nah, any- I'm allowed to. Harry said. I don't give a flip. Order. Hey, there's one thing I want to make sh- um, clear before we get going. What? Mm, Justice Fitzgerald doesn't have a day off. On Saturday, I was having a great day, right? Mm-hmm. I just returned from a good session in the green room. <laughs> My soul was feeling good. Hmm. Then I thought, all right, let's have a look at some cases. And one email from Callum ruined the entire weekend. Check that. My whole year was ruined. (laughs) Yeah. And as per Callum's email, this case was all about a joker and a thief in the night. Callum says, hey, lads, I dislike the pod. For the purpose of this story, the stolen goods in question will be called oregano or oregano. It's, as it's the second one, yeah. No, I think it's the first one. It's the second one. The second one's American. The second one's an Italian word and it's an Italian word. Yeah, but they say it in America. You know what? No, they say oregano. <laughs> Order! I'm going to run both. 
Okay, I'm going to run both. Me and a bunch of mates from high school decided to go to a sacred waterfall and try out some of this nasty oregano stuff for the first time. Mm, we took it. a treacherous journey into the wilderness to ensure that the public couldn't see our despicable acts. We all took turns and tried the herb that is found on the infamous Subway sandwich. Fortunately for us, there was heaps of oregano left, so we decided to conceal it in a Coke can and put it under a distinguishable rock for a later occasion. Fast forward six months and we decided to fetch the Italian herb and try it for a second time. <gasps> but everyone was gobsmacked. It was gone! What the F? My heart was in my mouth, says Callum. I couldn't believe it, says Callum. Order. We all started pointing fingers at each other, but especially at one of my mates called Tom. Tom was a known abuser of oregano at the time, so we all assumed that he must have been the joker and the thief in the night. Oh, wow. Callback. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Fast forward four years and we still would rinse Tom on every occasion about taking the precious pizza topping. It was a unanimous decision from the friend group that Tom was a lying thief that had blood on his hands. But wait, there's more. Oh, what? Says Callum. What else? One night, our friend Jimmy had got a little bubbly on the old scooey scooey moy moys and out of nowhere, he just mumbled... It was me. We all looked confused. Then he said it louder. It was me! What? I took the oregano from the coke can under the rock and I gave it to my older brother because he told me. <laughs> That's we'll, excuse. We'll <laughs> oh, he told me. <laughs> we all fell to our knees. It was Jimmy this whole time for fucking years. He had hidden it from us. The fact that Jimmy came back to help us find the oregano made me feel ill. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> he knew it wasn't there the whole time. And he knew that if he blamed Tom, the guilt would just wash away. Our friendship group is on the rocks right now and we can't see the light due to the years of darkness that shadows our clan. Please help us, Harry. The community needs justice for what Jimmy has done. Kind regards. <laughs> Callum. I'm going. Don't go! Don't, Harry. Oh, how are you guys just going to sit there and, you know, think about this? I'm just, like, surprised at how much people bloody use love the herbs. Yeah. I've got some in my... I'm starting to think it's maybe something a bit more sinister. Wait, wait, like thyme or basil. Oh, hang on. We don't want to get arrested. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't want to get arrested, guys. But honestly, what's the fucking point? <laughs> Why put myself through this week in, week out? Are we sure that you're not going to go to jail for giving legal advice on an actual crime? I don't... <laughs> what? Hang on a sec. What crime? Time yeah, crime. What? Whoa! If, we, if, if movies have taught us anything, that dealing with time is the worst offence. <laughs> time I travel. believe they say, um, <laughs> steal the time, do the... Order. Crime. Yeah, they say do order the, crime, the order, do order the, the order, 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 okay? Like yeah. Seriously, no, guys. It's bloody that time of year when everyone's just trying to stay above water, yeah. get through to Christmas and have a break. I need a break. But I won't have a break until I've solved this case. Oh, but thank uh, you. Okay. Thank Christ. Now, first of all, as we just discussed, herbs, eh, lads? Terrible. Uh, herbs. <laughs> Oregano, yeah. About a dollar eighty for 10 grams of the stuff down at Woolies. But something tells me Callum and the boys had paid premium price for the premium product. 
Mm. If you know what I mean. Well, I think we've insinuated for 10 so. minutes. <laughs> Jimmy, 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 your crimes. What the fuck? There's enough evidence here to immediately find you guilty of going back to that rock, consuming the remainder of the group's oregano and then lying about it for years and years. And what about Tom? Hmm. Poor old Tom, the scapegoat. The investigators on this case jumped to conclusions and found him guilty. There was no evidence. Yeah, sure, Tom enjoyed a little oregano here and there, but Tom, unlike Jimmy, obtains his herbs in fair ways, like a good member of society. Just on weekends, held down a job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order that. <laughs> he doesn't steal it from his mates and throw someone under the bus when the fingers start pointing, okay? Now, I'm a fair judge and want to quickly address Jimmy's reasoning behind the crime. He mentioned pressures from his older brother. Yeah. Older brothers, hey, lads. We've some, all got them. Some, well, some have them, some don't have them, and some are them. What? Some people don't have them. Yeah, I know. Order. Okay. Order brothers are supposed to be role models, <laughs> but in this case, Tom's older brother was basically just the leader of a gang. A leader that saw an opportunity to same, obtain some herb, but didn't want to get his hands dirty. Oy. At the end of the day, all we have is family. So I will be factoring that in when sentencing. In fact, Jimmy's sentencing has already begun. It began the night he went back to the rock and betrayed his friends. Just imagine the prison of guilt he was living in. All those times that the boys alluded to Tom taking the oregano. Ah, the snowballing guilt would have killed him. And yes, it got to the point where Jimmy couldn't go on. He had to come clean. And we've actually managed to reenact the moment Tom came clean. And funnily enough, it's very similar to the scene in Denzel Washington's movie Flight when he confesses to drinking the vodka. Jimmy. Is it your opinion that Tom drank those two bottles of oregano near the rock? Tom. Did not drink that vodka. Could you speak louder? Tom. Did not drink the oregano. Because I drank oregano. <laughs> Damning. Objection. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> How did you find that? He's damning eyes. Christ. Well, it was a reenactment, accurate reenactment. So, oh. um, all right, let's get to my sentencing. Sure. Jimmy, I'm going to be throwing the book at you, mate. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Sidebar, please, guys. Oh, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, come over. Um, so, uh, Callum actually sent us some evidence of the oregano, and I can't be giving a fair sentence unless we know what we're dealing with here. Um, yeah, sure. I, I was thinking we should maybe consume the herb. Um, how do you even do oregano? oregano? Well, he said he, you, in that evidence he drink it, right? No, he uh, smoked this, smoked this one. I think. do, yeah. You got yeah. a lighter, Jay? Uh, yep. Uh, okay, all right. Cool. Okay, cool. It's not, it's a bit out of. Uh, okay. <coughs> You're right. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I'm all right. You guys want to hit this? Yeah, sure, you have a hit. No, nah, I'm good. What do you mean? I'm, I don't do oregano. Just time and Just rosemary. fucking do it, man. You'll be cool. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Pass. We're all doing it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I don't want to be all, left out. Oh, I don't, don't want to be oh, a Harry's the coolest kid at the other school it. that we go to. Okay. I don't want to be a fucking loser. So, um, Otherwise, you're not coming to the party on the weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, breathe it all in. <laughs> and make sure it goes to your lungs. Because <laughs> we're going to have a fun time together. Bro, Josh. Do, do you want to give me it? Hit that, bro. Oh, actually, no. I always hit my oregano with this massive oh, nice. bong. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Why am I... 
of a sudden like hell hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry too. Gee, got some, just got some chips, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me some. Oh. You're hogging them. Yeah, here. Oh. <laughs> this is visceral. Georgia, you want some? Oi, oi. Yeah, obviously. Oh, sick. I got some pizza shapes too. Oh. Mm. You can't, um, man, you can't have chips without some music. Oh, yeah? Buffalo soldier in the heart of America. Oh, my God. Hey, guys, look at this video of this monkey doing a magic trick. Oh, that's sick. That's sick. <laughs> Do it. Man, we're so, oh, so, we're so oh, similar, aren't we? Oh, like, but you know, it's just crazy because, like, how fucked is it? Like, that's effectively us. Yeah, I know, dude. We are like one generation away from that, basically. I know, and because we used to always, I always, how fucked is that? Then you see like the Gibbons, oh, and you're God. like, man, I know a guy named Gibbon. Yeah, and he he, he does magic was, tricks. I was Gavin. What are we doing? Oh, you were um, you were reading a sentence. Oh, like. From a book? The cat does James or ja- Jimmy. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy Hendrix. Dogs the boys. Yeah, yeah, dog- yeah, yeah. yeah um, oh, fuck. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. Jimmy, you're all good to go. Oh, what? Yeah, Jimmy's off. He's a good guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo soldier. <laughs> all right, give me some more. I just want some, some more, Harry. Give me the baggie. Here, here you go. Wait, this is actual oregano spice. Oh, is it? Like seasoning. Did you actually think this whole time? I didn't really. You thought it was. I'm hungry. I kind of thought it was going to be something. We weren't pretending, were we? Well, I guess we were. Maybe I'm always hungry. In fact, can I have some more chips? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just let me get them. You've got mail. Uh, welcome to the mailbag. We, we hear from you guys uh, from all sorts of forms, DMs, or maybe it's even a comment on a certain video, or maybe it's something else. The email is kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. Send in your ski mail, send in your big houses, send in your nuffy, send in your Google reviews, send in any question you have for the pod, send in whatever the hell you want. We or just care. a nice photo of you and your mum. Um, um, we're going to have some serious IRL ones on Friday, probably. Oh, I can't wait. Guys, can wait. we... Um, I feel like saying IRL, it's really long. Mm. So can we just start saying IRL? Yeah, 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 sure. Because I, I just... I could really do the extra, like, mm. time during the day to run errands and stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll write it in. So it's IRL. IRL. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, yeah. cool. I've got it here. Um, we had a Google review again. So... We had an Apple review from Onya Big Fella. This was five stars, guys. Great pod, boys. Um, has Josh still got his phone charging issues? He used to <laughs> always come into our office before a cross looking for somewhere to plug his phone in. There's not a day that goes by that I wonder what his battery percentage is and look around for him and he doesn't appear just dangling at the c- cable out of thin air in slow motion like in Reiki and Glacius. Hero. Oh, what a great song, too. You're a bit of a hero when it comes to fine battery, living on the edge. You're redlining often. Well, it actually did go out of battery during this podcast, and I just plugged it back in while we're doing it and then started you recording. You do it. always seem to be out of battery. Well, I'm always, yeah, probably. I'm always maybe, on my phone. Maybe be present. Um, this one's from Matt. 
He says, G'day, two and a half men. I'll be two. You guys are a quarter each. Cool. I've run into a dilemma the last few days. My email, which I used to purchase the tickets to the live show, has completely pissed the bed. Nothing wrong with it. And I'm unable to recover it at this stage. I was wondering if there was any way I could get them resent to this email address. Instead, I'm happy to provide details. It was just two tickets for myself and my girlfriend. Any help would be appreciated. Also, embarrassing story. We missed the memo about the original date being moved, so show up anyway and were forced to pretend that we were there for other reasons in a thinly veiled attempt to save embarrassment hate the pod matt oh, i love this so much i'm almost thinking what we do is we need to reenact that exact moment at the live show when matt does hopefully rock up hey matt and your oh girlfriend can God. you why don't we just move the whole show what 10 minutes early so then he rocks up late and don't tell it <laughs> we individually call every single other person <laughs> Yeah. And then he walks in and like, mm, late again, Matt. Oh, oh wait, no, no, he was a week early. No, he was early. So we should, oh, so he's a month early. Do we start, we, we'll start it later. Mm. Yeah, good point. Mm. Mm. Matt, we can't wait to see him. Right I up. can't wait to meet everyone. I'm actually, it's come, It's finally, it's been such a long path. It's finally, you know. Guys, did, just quickly, did we dismiss the idea that Matt could be scamming us into two free tickets? Scam away. Scam. Good point. Good point. Ray writes in, Hi guys, I've been listening to the pod since the first episode of the other pod and naturally hated every second of it. Thanks, Ray. Anyway, I'm writing because I share the same hatred as Josh for people who feel the need to recline on domestic flights. Anyone who does recline should be summoned straight to Harry's Big House as per the Dog Act of 1976. Ray says, I fly weekly for work and being 6'3", aka 1.3 Giorgios. That's cute. I am Wait. quick to judge anyone who has the audacity to put their seat all the way back. However, I must confess, during takeoff, I will ever so slightly squeeze the recline button to put the seat back. The slightest of margins to take the edge off. So slight, the flight attendants won't even ask me to reposition the seat when landing. I am confident no one has ever noticed this tactic, but I would like to hear your thoughts. Am I a piece of shit hypocrite or is this fair game? Thank you, Ray. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Go f***ing die, cunt. No, sorry. Um, I think I'd, you know what my favorite feeling in the world is? When wheels go up, they lift up, and then you lean back and it just goes, listen to your heart. I can fall asleep instantly there. Take off naps. Take, oh, Ta take God, off naps good. are real. Mm. And one I degree can help. Can I just talk to Ray quickly? Ray's saying hatred for people who recline, but he admits to reclining. So does it matter an inch or a mile, the Fast and the nah, Furious nah, rules? Nah, nah, nah. If you said you, so you don't like reclining, don't do it at all. Yeah. Don't, maybe, don't, maybe if it's, maybe it's only technically reclining if it's after a certain amount, like a certain degree. Like I'm, maybe it's just tilting, not reclining. I do admit, part of me in my heart says, you do the climb, you do the time. It's also a federal offence to recline during takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ray, I'd be handing yourself in. I believe um, okay? that's that. What, that was that, so brave. That's actually what caused our MH370's disappearance. We got to stop those jokes, please. I'm just saying, one guy slightly reclined during uh, taxi takeoff. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, someone, uh, Adam Ryan, also messaged in. Guys, I was monitoring closely uh, on Friday night when you were courtside at the Wildcats. Not only was I impressed with your adult face paint, I was proud. I did notice, however, something that concerned me, the clear lack of enthusiasm for the defense chance. I would like to compare this to your efforts with during the GWS preliminary final. I'm not asking for the same effort, but even 50% would have been enough. Now, we've explained we weren't drinking alcohol, which That's helps true. heaps. Yeah. This is the equivalent of 0.1% of the intensity the Wildcats MC puts on during the game. Of all the MCs nationally, 
Neil. Neil, he is above the rest. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. As part of the MC family, a lot of respect. Mm. A lot of respect. Tall regards. Uh, I think it was Adam Ryan. I don't have it in front of me. Oh, gosh, short pod this week. What do you think? I think it was one of the best bloody ones we've ever done. Yeah, that's right. And I want some more chips. Well, we're going to um, we're going to Melbourne. I'm going to Melbourne tomorrow. You guys are in Melbourne on Thursday. Yeah, yeah Thursday. Yeah, I might go to uh, to Mel to somewhere in Melbourne you, to eat. You gonna get a coffee? Ooh. You gonna get a little coffee, Josh? Coffee and some food. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably get a couple. Oh, nice. tax, tax deductible. Ask me if I want to get anything. Yeah, oh man, I never keep track of those six dollar tax deductions. I should though. You should they add up? Yeah. No scheme in that. That's just basic maths. Listen to your heart, Georgia. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah. This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, he's, <laughs> he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colors, and then and this year, just anything he said, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah. Uh, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> you need a brother in law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah. I could ask yeah. my brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL open group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, See soccer and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.